0: In first cut, Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast, I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your day two recap of the Players' Championship. Joining me to break it all down, Greg Ducharme. Greg, notice I did not say round two, because round two is not complete.
1: Uh, I was going to ask you wh- uh, why you went with day two, but <laughs> yes, a little... Uh... A little weather delay that we had here, which, um, you know, I'm very curious to see if this becomes a theme at the Players' Championship in March. I think it fits into the schedule beautifully, uh, but it definitely seems like weather becomes a much bigger factor here in March than it did in May, um, which, you know, I spent some time living in, in South Florida, uh, you know, a couple hours south of Jacksonville. But uh, there definitely is uh, a greater chance of weather in March than uh, May, which always seems to be beautiful.
0: So where we stand on this Friday night is around 4.30 Eastern time. Uh, play was suspended it will resume Saturday at 7 a.m. And we had dodged the raindrops for the majority of the day. Could not do that any longer. So uh, play has been suspended. There are guys who have nine holes or more to play. So there's a lot of action that's going to need to complete in round two. Our cut line is still very much up in the air, probably between one over and two over at this point. So there is still a lot that we don't know on this Friday night, what we do know, Greg, is that from what we've seen in round two thus far, it has played a lot more difficult than round one. Two strokes over par is the scoring average compared to just 0.75 over par on Thursday's round one. So things getting more difficult out there at TPC Sawcrest.
1: No question about it, Rick. And uh, the wind was clearly a uh, uh, deciding factor in this and it's blust. It was blustery wins. So it was really hard for some of the players to figure out. And, um, I, I, we may get to talk about Chad Ramey tonight. Um, but, it, you know, watching him on 17 was kind of the perfect example of, of why this is so challenging on, on 16, he gets one wind direction, which should mean, uh, you know, he gets downwind on, on 16, um, I'm sorry, into the wind on 16. And then he gets to 17 and feels it at his back, which is the opposite of what it should be. And all of a sudden he's trying to decide between, you know, what, what do I trust? And in this stadium section of the golf course, it's really hard to decide. And of course, being an Island green, um, you, you can't make a mistake long or short or, or left or right. So it, it gives a, a great challenge to the players. Uh, and, and if you choose wrong, and you get a little frisky with the back edge of that green, there's water long. And we saw that kind of stuff happen all day. A lot of big numbers out there on the golf course. I mean, just looking at so far today's round, and you have 71 double bogeys and 11 others. Um, yesterday, on, uh, oh, I'm sorry, 71 and 11 was round ones total. Um, looking at today, you got 61 doubles and 16 others.
0: And we're not done yet.
1: <laughs> we're not done yet. I mean, you you got almost nine holes to go for a wave, right? So about a quarter of the uh, field. Ha- I'm, I'm, you know, you got a lot more golf left to play. So, but it's those others that are so significant to me, and it's why the leaderboard changes so rapidly.
0: Before we get into the player by player analysis, the uh, probably the biggest name in the field, John Rahm, withdrew, stomach bug. Very disappointing, Greg. Not only from a uh, the angle that I like to look at. I mean, he was one of the betting favorites. He was highly owned in one and done. He was a very popular fantasy option. But John Rahm, one of the best players in the world, who to me was prepared for a big bounce back Friday, gets a stomach bug and is not going to be able to compete in the biggest tournament of the year. That's that's just it's however you want to phrase it, it's it's straight up disappointing.
1: Uh, just thinking about having John ramen one and done makes my stomach sick. Uh, yeah. no pun, no pun intended. <laughs> Actually, it was intended, but so that's a, a a disappointing aspect. Fortunately, I didn't have them; I dodged that one. Um, but this is a really disappointing thing, and it can happen really quick. I just had a stomach bug last week, and uh, it is no fun. It comes on really quick; it's really intense, and I just i i don't think there's any way you can play through that. Um, and, and so, I completely understand where John's coming from, but. You know, having such a powerful group uh, on a Friday afternoon is, you know, disappointing for all of us, uh, all of the fans who were prepared to watch that. And he was at one under par, right? He had a he had a chance to make a move at this. And you look at the leaderboard now and, uh, you know, just another decent round puts him right in contention in theory. So it's um, yeah, it's a it's a big loss to the field of this event. And I hope John feels better. Yes,
0: he was one under par and had lost two and a half strokes putting on Thursday. If he just goes one under through the twelve holes or whatever he would have played on Friday, uh he's in the tournament.
1: So very much so.
0: Disappointing to see John Rahm exit stage left. Uh let's go through this. Early runners, Ben Griffin. Goes out and follows up his five-under rounds on Thursday with a one-under uh, 71. That includes a double bogey on his final hole of the day, 18. And Ben Griffin gets to post, Greg, and laugh and laugh and laugh and watch everybody struggle as they come in and watch his position seemingly get better and better throughout the day.
1: You know, I'm not sure how much he's <laughs> laughing because of the way the <laughs> round ended. So I'm sure he's disappointed. And I, I'm just so impressed with this kid. He has been playing... Phenomenal golf uh, in as a, as a rookie on the PGA Tour. So he, he is extremely impressive to me. Um, but uh, what happened on 18, we've seen a lot of doubles there, a lot of others there. We saw Aaron Wise make a 10 there yesterday. Um, but it, it just speaks to the reason this hole is so difficult. Obviously, there's a big lake to the left. So left is no good. But he didn't hit it left. He hit it right. And so he made a double bogey six without hitting it into the water, um, and when and, and it's so easy to do that. Bail out to the right a little bit, and you find yourself in jail, and you're chipping out, and and it's still it's a second shot. I mean, we've seen guys make bogeys from the fairway, so now you got to chip out sideways, and you're making a bogey from the fairway. So a really disappointing double, um, but it's still nonetheless a, a really high quality round of golf, and and he's got to be really happy. Uh, being at six under through 36
0: six under par that is two shots off the current pace though Ben Griffin is the leader in the clubhouse we will update with those uh, golfers up top here in just one second if you tuned in early you got a show from Victor Hovland Victor ended round one by birdieing four of his last five holes and then Stayed hot to open up round number two with birdies on four of his first seven. Victor actually got this thing to five under for the day, eight under for the tournament at one point before making a double on four, a bogey on five, and a bogey on eight. That was his second nine of the day. So Victor flashing greatness on this Friday. He'll sit at four under par heading into the weekend, and it'll be at least a couple shots off the lead, but still very much in the mix.
1: Uh Yes. Uh, very much in the mix, but frustrated because number four is not a hole. You want to be making double on, you, you know, played 379 yards today. That whole location was down in that little bowl there. And it's one, you put it in the fairway and you're licking your chops. Now, The funny thing is, even with that very accessible hole location, it played over par. But if you could just get it in the fairway, all of a sudden it's um, it's a it's a birdie hole. And I'm sure it was playing under par from the golf balls in the fairway. So he hits it well, well to the right, uh, has to chip out and chips out into the um, into the fairway on the other side and then goes long. With his with his third and ends up making double, so that was that was really disappointing. And he had it going so well, and all of a sudden there's a hiccup, and, and it's not on 17, it's not on 18, it's on number four. Um, but then and the the problem is you then head into this really challenging stretch of golf, which right. you could argue, I mean, 17 and 18 played really difficult today. But Rick, look at, I mean, number four. Again, 379 yards. It, it was the fourth hardest hole on the course today. It is right now. Uh, number five is the ninth hardest. Number six is the fifth hardest hole on the golf course. That, that stretch, you know, three through six is really difficult, and it got victor today.
0: Three through eight are all playing over par. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a very difficult stretch of golf. I, I, I just think it's a, a really good example of just how small the margins are and how you can, just, you can make a double so easily out here. And I mean, the margin, I mean, the shot he hit on 17 landed on the bulkhead and, and still held the green and he makes par there that, that could have very easily been a double, you know what I mean? I mean, there's just, the margins are tiny out here and that's what, that's what makes this so fun and makes it so chaotic.
1: And and it's probably why the leaderboard stays a little more consistent uh, or, or inconsistent. You know, you don't have the big stars. At the top, it kind of changes and bounces back and forth. Um, players have very inconsistent records here. And you you don't have the leaderboard we've had at the de- other designated events right now. And, and that's a big reason why uh, and players of all these different skill levels can make birdies. But at the same time... Big mistakes are there for everybody. So it, it's um it's just a, a great challenge of, of golf. And I think everybody's going to have a stretch like Victor did this week.
0: Of the rounds that have been completed, there are three rounds of three under. Those belong to Thomas Dietry, who will likely miss the cut. Shane Lowry, who has a chance. And Aaron Rye, who is safely within the cut line. There is one completed round of four under Tom Hoagie, who is trending towards making the cut, needs it to come back a little bit to him, but we're we're headed in that direction. And then one solitary round of five under 67, Greg, that's Will Gordon's day. And Will Gordon Goes 73 67. Um, I want to pull up what he did last week at Bay. I think he shot like an 82 on Friday at Bay Hill. I mean, this is just Will Gordon leaning into it and getting right real quick.
1: Uh, he got out really early uh, and got done with this round early, which I think was a big help because it, the wind really started to pick up and you saw guys go through that stretch. We mentioned go through the stretch of 17 and 18 and really struggle. But will Gordon just got after it with his approach play today. Uh, you know, he was averaging 30 inside of 30 feet on his approach shots. He hit 12 greens and, and led the field today, at least so far in strokes gain approach. And now he's second for the week in that category. And a lot of the guys near the top of this leaderboard are not necessarily great iron players. So, um, this is, Oh, and by the way, not only did he lead in strokes gain approach, um, he led in strokes gain putting too. And that is a recipe for success. So we've seen a lot of inconsistency with Will Gordon through his career, uh, throughout tournaments. He definitely has shown this kind of upside, which is why he's a, a DFS favorite very many many weeks. But um, he's going to have he's going to be facing the pressure this week, and hopefully he can hang on.
0: Let's talk about our overnight leader. That uh, was, and I guess still is, Chad Ramey. That that round is still is still happening. Ramey comes out of the gate, Greg, with a, a resting heart rate of forty-five. I mean, he, he goes par, birdie, birdie, and gets this thing to what would that be? Ten under par. He got it to ten yeah, under.
1: He was ten under.
0: Bogey at thirteen, and then disaster strikes at seventeen. He's in the water. Off his first shot, goes to the drop zone, puts another in the water, ends up making a quad there, makes the turn, adds another bogey on number one. Through 10 holes of round number two, Chad Ramey, four over, Uh, he's four under for the tournament, and he has four shots off the current lead.
1: Yeah, he, th- there are different situations in this, right? The the guys near the top of the leaderboard who we'll talk about soon are disappointed that the play has ended right now. Well, Chad Ramey's a guy who's thrilled to have a, a break. Now he can go get some rest, reset his mind, and come out tomorrow morning and play eight holes. He's got eight holes to get himself back in the mix, which he can do, and he's done with 17. Um, but I think what you saw with 17 today, which will be different tomorrow was just how how important the whole location is, and when you have the whole location up on that back shelf, it is so firm back there, and you have ridges short, so you have to be extremely precise. You almost got to land it on a little spine and let it trickle back there, uh, and and you have winds that are unpredictable, and I think he got fooled with the wind today, uh, landed it up on that back shelf. And it goes long into the water and there's just not a lot of room back there. Uh, and then when you go to the drop zone, you're dealing with the same thing. There's a ridge you got to go over and water long and, and nothing to stop it. So it, it's just incredibly challenging. And once you hit it in the water the first time and you go walk <laughs> over to that drop zone, uh, the, the heart rate is not at 48 anymore. Uh, it is way up and it happens quick.
0: Yeah, the, the drops are not really all that much easier, obviously, uh, as Greg described. I'm going to talk about a couple of the notables, but before we do that, Greg, let's let's give a shout to the guys at the top of the leaderboard. Uh, two shots clear of Ben Griffin. So again, just to recap, Ben Griffin's in the clubhouse. He's at six under par. Uh, Minwoo Lee is out on the golf course at six under. Callum Morikawa is out on the golf course at six under. But Christian Bezadenhout and Adam Svensson are both in the midst of four under rounds, and they have both extended to eight under par here, Greg. So Svensson got the victory at the RSM Classic at the end of the fall and has started to play a little bit better after a slow start to 2023. And then Bizeno, who's kind of lurked around recently, generally known as one of the better putters, one of the better short game players on the PGA Tour.
1: Yes, but this week he's doing it a little bit differently, yes. uh, which is kind of cool to see and an interesting twist. Today, he's already gained uh, 3.1 strokes approaching the green. He's hit 10 of 14 greens. He's he's six for the week strokes gained tee to green. That is a huge jump for him. So I, I think it's, um, it's a really good sign for, for Bezzy up here. Uh, he's got to be feeling really good about his game. Just disappointed for the shutdown. And then Svensson is, has been really feeling it with his iron play uh, of late. One of the reasons why I actually I liked him coming into this week. Uh, and he's showing the exact same thing today. He's only made one bogey so far this week. It was on 18 yesterday. So these two guys are playing some really impressive golf.
0: Uh, to put it into perspective, I think Svensson was two fifty to one to win the golf tournament, and Bazei was probably equally as long, if not longer, than that. I'll have to I'll have to look it up in just a second.
1: I, I loved your stat too on uh, on Ramy being you know min price on DraftKings and so funny, right? It, yeah, it's it's just it's <laughs> classic players.
0: Um, okay, couple of notables. Let's start with Rory McIlroy. So we've got a situation now where obviously John Rahm. Uh, is no longer in this golf tournament and barring some type of miracle coming back on Saturday morning, Rory McIlroy is not going to be in this golf tournament for the final two rounds. He's, he's two over through 10 holes. He's currently playing the par five 11th. He has hit two shots there. Uh, He is six over par. I'm thinking this cut line is likely to be two over. Um, So he has got to get four over his last eight, Greg, or, two of our top three players in this field are not going to be around for the weekend.
1: This was impossible an hour ago. Uh, I I don't think there was any chance that he could do it, but now um, you, you come out early in the morning on Saturday, right? And, and all of a sudden you got two par fives left to play. So while it's a long, you know, it's a long road back. I, I do. I do. Unfortunately think that these players finishing their rounds in the morning pushes that cut towards one over more so than two. If we were finishing tonight uh, and and you had that blustery wins, I think two over was really coming into play strong. I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it holds at one. Uh, so I think Rory's really got to get five. He's got to get five birdies in these next eight holes. The, the fortunate thing is he's got two par fives. The unfortunate thing is he's got the two hardest <laughs> holes on the course, 17 and 18. But if anybody can do it, it's Rory.
0: I I would I would like it if it's one over that would help uh, my situation. Rory is green side. He's about 50 feet off the uh, from the pin just off the green on the kind of back left hand side of uh, that 11th green. So he's got a little bit of you know get get up and down, get this thing to five over and then see what else you can do. but obviously uh, as Greg mentioned, very much a, a long shot there. But Jordan Spieth was also a long shot to make the cut <laughs> <laughs> because Jordan Spieth played his final, hole of the day, number nine, Greg. And in true Spiethian fashion, hits it off the planet, right? Uh, there is water over there. This, there, While the ball is in the air, Kyle Porter actually took a great uh, screenshot of this. Jordan Spieth says, is that out of play? As the ball is at its apex. So this thing is, it's gone. It's over. He's done. He was sitting at two over. This is about to go in the water, and Jordan Spieth is cooked except for the infamous kneecap of a fan. And Jordan Spieth kneecaps this guy. It bounces back into the fairway. Jordan Spieth hits one up by the green, chips in for eagle. There it is, if you're watching on YouTube. There, that, that's, that's, that's a shot shape of a man who made an eagle, okay? <laughs> chips, chips it in for eagle, and now sits at even par which is tied for 39th, he will be around for the weekend.
1: This was incredible. Um, Following this round today was just incredible. I was getting flashbacks to the Sony earlier this year, a great first round, and just a debacle hole after hole, it seemed. Uh, He made three sixes today. Three sixes. It it was so frustrating to watch. Uh, And then he hits this shot, and you, you could just tell that he's you know he's he's done right he's go Jordan Spieth's going home and I, I did something on um on HQ earlier this week we did um you know star most likely to miss the cut cuz it happens so often here and i chose spieth cuz he tends to struggle around the greens here uh, and his ball striking was just so-so i thought he was leaning a little too much on his short game last week and coming to a place where he hasn't had great success on and around the greens i didn't think it would go very well and i was very close a kneecap away from being right. Um, but here he is, heading into the weekend and he's at even par. So I'm thinking you know he's he's in the mix in this tournament. I know the yeah. leads at 8 under right now, but clubhouse lead at 6, he, he could be within 6 strokes heading into his third round.
0: Uh, Patrick McDonald on on Tuesday had his best bet as Jordan Sp- So Jordan Smith Sp- to miss the cut was plus 200, 2 to 1. So that kneecap uh, stopped everybody from, from getting that 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 two-to-one pack Yeah, Unbelievable. it's wild. Unbelievable. Um, we'll talk about just kind of a couple other notables as we go through this because we're going to talk about um, the betting favorites here. But first, we are going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. And we're back. Uh, Do we have the odds board? Now, remember, we are very much with golf to play. There is a lot of second-round action to play. Look at this shift at the top of the leaderboard. Or, excuse me, the top of the betting board, I should say. Scotty Scheffler, who is currently one under par in round two and five under for the tournament, which is one shot off the clubhouse lead and three shots off the lead, is the favorite plus 225 colin morikawa five to one he's at six under for the tournament though one over for his second round victor hovland plus 650 christian bezadenhout at nine to one adam spenson ten to one jason day who we haven't mentioned in at four under t8 he's 14 to one and minwoo lee who is still out on the golf course with a couple of holes to play two under for his round six under for the tournament is 20 to one we can go further than that, Greg. If there's a guy that 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 you're keeping an eye on, because it's pretty chaotic on this board right now, especially with how much golf has to be played. But that is the top of the betting board.
1: Um, and there's a couple of things here. One, I'm looking at Colin Morikawa, and I think he may be the biggest beneficiary of the stop down. Um, and you know, think about one of Kyle's points, which I think is kind of true, where he tends to struggle in the wind a little bit. And so this afternoon round, this blustery round was going to be a big test for me. And and he doesn't have to play that much in it, right? He's only got to play um, 11 holes. And so he can come out tomorrow uh, in the morning. And I, I think he could end up being your round two leader uh, at, at the end of 36 holes. He could be your leader. He's leading the leading the field right now. In strokes gained approach. He's already gained 7.3 strokes approaching the green. He's got a driver in play that he feels really comfortable and confident with. And I think you're looking at the old Colin Morikawa right now on a golf course that should fit him right at the beginning of the year. You're looking at, um, you know, who wins the, the, the biggest events on the PGA tour and, and and Morikawa is a great fit for the players championship. And now he finds himself right in the mix. Um, look, Scotty, of, of course scotty scheffler is on top and should be so i i love where he is it's just you know he's what are you gonna do there's nothing you could do with that right
0: yeah what are you, what are you gonna do bet him at 225 you probably should have bet him at 11 to 1 before the tournament started
1: right um which
0: is what i did right I yeah mean, I, I i was greg i tell you man i i I was pretty sure Scotty was going to win before the tournament. I was pretty sure last night he was going to win the tournament. I'm pretty sure right now he's going to win this golf tournament.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He uh, is a man on a mission, um, which he has been for almost an entire year now. Uh, And more, maybe more than that. You know, maybe it's 18 months now when he was searching for his first win, uh, then battling for world number one. Now he, he wants a player's championship. He's been close a lot. And, and he's hunting it down, and he's playing the part. He's just unbelievable to me. So, uh, you know, words can't describe uh, how good I feel about Scotty Scheffler as well.
0: How about this? We I, I came into this week very much eyeing the ball strikers. and Me too. Scotty Scheffler is third on the week off the tee. He is ninth on approach. He's getting a little bit of bonus, 27th around the green and 89th in putting he's losing with the putter i'm telling i'm telling you it is just and if you watch i don't know how much you i swear he has left like 10 strokes out there he is hitting everything to eight feet he is hitting everything to eight feet
1: did you see his first nine holes yesterday
0: yeah i mean he he, he could have been six under he was even par right
1: yeah yeah (laughs) i mean you do you go through like a you you set up a cut of all the putts that he missed yeah and and you go through every hole Hey, you missed a putt on every hole that was makeable.
0: What, what uh, I would encourage, what I would encourage the PGA Tour to do, this is a f- free idea here, is they need the super cut. Like, like I want, um, you know how NFL has like the game recaps, so you can watch every play, but it's condensed like yes. twelve minutes or something like that. Yeah, I need like a, a the five minute round of just every shot where I could just click on Scotty and watch every shot he hit yesterday. Because you would be like, wait a minute, this guy's leading this is the worst golf i've ever seen played and he's two shots off the lead or something like
1: that they kind of have this at the masters um you got to do a little clicking you can make your own uh, but And they've done this before. I, I've seen it's them do consistent. this before. It's just not consistent. It, it should be consistent, right? Especially, yeah. I mean, maybe it's not every player, maybe every, you know, the marquee groups, but definitely right. a Scotty Scheffler. The
0: ones the ones that we have the shot, I mean, there's obviously a lot of guys we don't have every single shot for, but like every single shot that Scotty Scheffler has hit this week has been televised.
1: Yes. Um, so, oh, we well, we do have every shot this week. Yeah. Um, so you could do it for the players at least. Um, I, I agree. It would be very cool
0: the other little nugget about this is, and probably why he's the favorite is that Scotty Scheffler is playing that same par five that Rory McIlroy is. They're now playing as a two ball and he is uh, 16 feet away for Eagle. Yeah. So I assume he is going to two putt that because he can't make anything. So that'll, <laughs> that'll move him to six under and then he'll have to go out and play. Um, I mean, he'll play obviously 12 through 18, but man, I'm just, I I'm, I wish I had Mark's vocabulary because I do not have the adjectives to describe how impressed I am with Scotty Shuffler.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's constant. And, and in a big group like this too, Rick, it's so often we see these super groups come together and they're kind of flat. Um, and, and he had every opportunity to be flat. Rom had kind of an up and down round yesterday. Rory was playing terrible. Uh, Scotty couldn't get anything to go on the front nine. And then all of a sudden he just does Scotty things. And now he's, he's the favorite and rightly so. So uh, let me give you one other guy who's not on this board. Who's got my attention. Uh, Adam Hadwin. Uh, Adam Hadwin's got a little run going right now. Uh, One of the guys disappointed leading the field today in proximity through eight holes. He's hit averaging 22 feet. Uh, um, And so he's first in the field there. Seventh in strokes gain approach right now um he is just really impressing me he's, he's ninth for the week in strokes game t to green uh, and he's sitting at four under par
0: yeah and what's uh worth noting is he's gonna have a four and a half footer for birdie uh in the morning so yeah. there's a, a pretty decent chance obviously if you're at him at hadwin who's a great putter that he's sitting at five under and he's in the same spot that scotty scheffler is what did you say his odds did we get his odds? hold on i can find uh, 20 to one 20 to one right now for Adam Hadwin. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's not bad. I just, you know, I, I know that this is chaotic. Um, and I know it's Bizayden and Svensson and, and Griffin and Minwoo Lee and Pendrith and Will, Gore, but like the, I am so confident <laughs> that, uh, either Scotty or Colin or Victor or, you know, like, like one of those, or J- even Jason day yeah. is going to win this golf tournament. I, I just, yeah. I just feel it coming. You, you can
1: kind of see the, uh, the group that's up here near the top. They haven't kind of hit the train wreck yet. Right. And you know, they're going to, you know, besides and uh, and, and Spence and just haven't made a mistake yet. And yet is the key word. Cause everybody does. And nobody's playing 72 perfect holes. Uh, so I, I think it's just kind of ripe for the picking with uh, the the guys would be Scotty, Morikawa, Day, and Hovland up near the top. You can see them being there heading into Sunday.
0: Yes. Definitely, definitely Ken. Okay. So uh, here's where we're at again. they're gonna they're gonna restart uh, 7 a.m. on Saturday. Eastern time, obviously, because they're in Florida. That's how this works. And they will uh, complete round two, and then they'll regroup them, flip them back out there. Probably do three balls off of split tees, and uh, get them out there for the third round. Uh, when that th- are they gonna? They'll get they'll get caught up tomorrow, right?
1: Yeah, they they should get caught up tomorrow. Um, weather's looking pretty good for the whole weekend. So I mean, maybe they won't quite finish Saturday night, but they'll be they'll get really close if they don't
0: uh okay and obviously when the coverage ends or when play ends or whatever on saturday uh we'll be back to break it all down same thing on sunday anything i miss anything we need to talk about greg
1: oh, i think we i think we hit it all i was glad to get spieth in there uh and and rom and of course we get our our scotty conversation in too so a lot lot to look forward God. to in the next two days
0: i love scotty man i love him he's so good you play
1: man. him in one and done
0: not in this one and done because I already used him. I played him. Yeah. In, I played Xander, but I did play him in um, like one or two other one and duns that I still had him available.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I wanted to. I nearly did. I didn't pull the trigger.
0: At least I only had, and I was pretty big on using one of the big three this week: Rom, Rory, Scotty. In like all of my one and duns. and I only used one instance of Rory. Um here's what we did. Here's what we did in our in our one and done here. The fans had John Rom, Greg, you had Homa. I have Xander. Uh and then both Kyle M and Sia have Scotty. So they could they could get oh. themselves out of the basement. Oh that
1: yeah. Good for them. Yeah. It looks Victor. like it's gonna leave me in the basement.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, let's home uh, especially with Victor Hovland for Patrick and Kyle. I think this might be a bad week for old. Hold
1: is that even par. He's hanging in there. Yeah, He's gonna make me some money, but still with there's uh still, four and a half million dollars, stack it up behind me. I'm in big trouble.
0: Yeah, so so we'll see. I, I generally avoided the Rory Rom disaster. I got like a tiny little bit of exposure to it, yeah. but um we'll see how it goes. All right, all right, cool. Uh, producer Josh, all the hard work behind the scenes. Thank you very much. Greg Ducharme available on Twitter at the real GFD. And you can find me at Rick Rungood. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.